Pesachim Daf Mem, the last thing we were discussing was doing things that might cause uh, food or, or other things to become hametz, like soaking bran for even for chickens or for medicinal purposes. And we said cooking something after it was already baked does not make it hametz, but maybe cooking it after already cooked, you might make it hametz. And the last thing that we discussed was if you're pouring hot water on wheat kernels, you shouldn't pour it on them if they're touching one another because one might cover the other and the water might not go all over the place and it'll be hametz. And with that, we are starting Mem Amud Aleph, four lines in where it says, Ve'amar Abaye. Abaye said, A person should not roast two stalks together. Because water might come out of one stalk and put it on the other one and make it and it will come to become hametz. Now, Amar le if that's if that's what you're holding, Afilu hadanami, even one by itself you shouldn't roast. Even one stalk. Why? Because it might come out from one side, go to the other side, and make it hametz. It is fruit juice. And fruit juice does not make things hametz. And therefore, even two stalks is not a problem. Abaye retracted his statement, but not for Rava's reason. Since the water of the, the wheat is coming out in, in a falling down fashion, they're not mahmits. There's this jug where we roast the, the wheat in. If you, if you flip it upside down, then it's mutar because the water comes out and uh, spills outwards. But if it's standing straight, asur because the water stays there and it makes uh, the wheat hametz. Even if you have it standing up straight, it's still mutar, it's fruit juice, fruit juice does not uh, make things hamez. We don't soak barley on Pesach, and if you did soak, if they crack, then uh, it's going to be asur because it's going to become hametz very, very quickly. But if they didn't uh, split open, then it's still it's mutar. Rabbi Yossi Omer, shoran bahometz vehometz somtan. If you want to make sure they don't become hametz, put them in vinegar. The vinegar will make them shrivel or shrink or like contract, and now they won't become hametz. Amar Shemuel and halacha Rabbi Yossi. We don't hold like Rabbi Yossi. Amar Hasda, Amar Mor Okva, lonit bakumamash. The Brayta doesn't mean to be oser when it mamash cracked. If I left them on top of a barrel of wine and they're going to crack on their own just because of the smell of the wine, they're asur. No, if the Brayta is only oser when they mamash crack, then it's hametz. Avad Shmuel Ovda Bedura and Shmuel did the same thing in the place in the place called Dura Debe Barhashu in the village of Barhashu. And only when they mamash cracked, they were asur. Amar Abba, Baal Nefesh Hasid, loyal touch, should not soak. Ma'iriya Baal Nefesh, the Gemara asks, wait, what do you mean Hasid? Everyone should not uh, should not uh, soak. Yeah, we have a break. We don't soak barley on Pesach. 
So the Gemara explains, Hachi Kama, this is what Rabbah meant. Baal Nefesh, Afilu Hitin, Deshrire, Baal Nefesh, even wheat, which is hard, and it's gonna, it's not going to become Hametz uh, so fast, still loyal tot. Uh, you shouldn't soak. Amalei Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman told Rabbah, Man, man de Tzayet, Lele Abba, who's going to listen to you? Uh, who's going to be Mahmir on wheat? Achil Nahamad, Ipusha, people are going to eat, uh, you know, bread or matzah that is uh, disgusting, that's moldy. The ha beravuna the yeshiva ravuna they soaked the uh, the wheat not the body. Uberavaravin latete and the yeshiva ravaravin also they soaked the wheat. So no one's gonna listen to you. The rabba with an aleph asur lil tot. According to everyone, you're not allowed to uh, soak wheat. So the gemara says elahad tanya en latetin seorin ba pesach. So why does it say you're not allowed to soak a barley on Pesach? And we understood We said the barley now, but the wheat is mutar. So the Gemara explains that it's talking in the language of lomi baya kamar, not just lomi baya hitin, not just hitin kevande it beet sirya Since it has cracks and water might come and make it hametz aval seare de shi'e, but barley which is smooth. There's no cracks over there. Maybe I'm allowed to soak it in water. The Brayta comes to me that even that's Asur. Then Rabba went back and retracted his statement. He said, You're allowed to soak wheat. We have a Brayta. We are Pesach with refined flour, bread, is coarse, coarse bread. V'iv shar nekiya belolitian. How are you going to get the the refined fl- uh, refined flour bread without uh, soaking it in water first? Etivera papa de rava. Papa told rava. Wait a second. Hakem machin vasalatot shel nochim shel kefarim tehorim veshel kerachin temeim. The flour and the fine flour of the goyim and of the villages are considered tahor. The namekabel tuma and if the of the big cities is mekabel tuma. Now, dikfarim maitama. Why is the ones in the villages considered tahor? Lav mishum delolat it has to be because they don't soak it in water. That means it wasn't mekabel tuma from the water. Vekakare le solit and still calling it fine flour. And what do you see? That there is a way to make fine flour or fine bread without soaking it. Targuma akimha. Rabbah tells him back, no. When it said that that's namikabeltum of the, the villages, that's going on uh, the, the, the flour, but not on the fine flour. Now, Batar Denafik, once Rabbah left, Amar Rafapa said, What anti you give him a better proof? The Amar Bizera, Amar Birmiya, Amar Shemuel, the Hitin shall menahot, the wheat of menahot, and Lotatinotan, we don't soak them, Vekakare, Lehu Solet, and they still call them Solet. And in truth, Hadar Amarabaraba went uh, retracted and he said, Mitzvah Liltot. It's a mitzvah to soak it. Ushmartem etam matzot. You have to guard the matzot. Now, Id lo shimur If you don't have to soak it, then why do I have to be careful? What am I watching it from? Ishimur delisha. If I have to watch it only during kneading time, Shimur delisha. Lav shimuru. Uh, uh, just watching it over when you're needing it, it's not considered matzah shemura. 
דאמר רב הונא, בצקות של נוכרים, the dough of goyim, אדם ממלא כרסו מהן, a person can eat as much as he wants with it ליל פסח, as long, ובלבד שאוכל כזית מצה באחרונה, as long as you eat the מצה שמורה at the end. And as she says, we're talking about a situation where we don't uh, see that there's any signs of hametz, there's no cracks, it's not overly done. And over here you have the Rishonim, the Ran, who brings uh, Rabbeinu Hananel, that Jews have to watch over the Goyim who are making these matzot. And therefore you're, they're kosher on Pesach, but not for Lela Sidi, not to be Yosef de Chova. And the Rosh sounds more like Rashi, where you, you don't have to be there watching over them, Ella, just you have to make sure the, the matzah doesn't look like any uh, hametz uh, happened. Now, bottom line, what we see from here is that Baharona in Barishona Lo, you're only at Seder Chova when you ate the, the Jewish made matzah at the end, but in the beginning, no. Now, my Tama, what's the reason you're at Seder Chova with the Goy's matzah? Mishum de lo avad behu shimur, because no one t- watched over them. And the question is, Why don't you watch it over from baking time and on? Obviously, we need Shimur from the beginning when you were soaking them in water. And from here, Rabbi understands that there's a mitzvah to, to soak them in water, and that's the Shimur that you need. And if you didn't do it with the, with the Goy's Matzah, therefore, you're not in Pesach. Sigma asks, Who said, wait a second, maybe over there is different. Maybe we're talking about a situation when you came down to do the Shimur, at the time to, to, to do Shimur, which was at the kneading time, when they were making that dough, no one watched over it. But if at the time where they were kneading the dough, someone watched over it. Maybe watching over it at the time of the kneading is mutar l'chadchila. And maybe you would be at Sedechova. The Gemara says, "Afilu hachi lo hadar ben still." Rabbi didn't go back. Why? The Amar lehu. Rabbi told lehanhu dem hapchekife. The people who were uh, flipping over the stalks, kime hapchitu, hapchitu leshum mitzvah. You should uh, flip the, you should flip the the stalks of wheat. The shem mitzvat, the shem mitzvat matzav leot pesach. So what do we understand from Rabbah? Shimur ma'ikara. What does Shimur mean when we said Ushmat Hamid Hamatzot? Mitchilato ve'atzofol ba'inan. From the beginning, the minute, the minute it was cut until the end. Now, two things that come out of Yehalla Chalimase is when they're cutting it, when they're flipping it, what exactly has to be the mindset? Is it Lashem Matzah or Lashem Mitzvat Matzah? And that one word can make a huge difference Yehalla Chalimase. Now, over here, another thing that the reef is posek, that you need to watch over this, uh, we have to watch over this matzah from the second the wheat was cut. And the Ran says that there's no proof to this from the Gemara. Rather, any time before kneading is uh, good. And, uh, you know, Mish'at Ketzira is mitzvah min mubhar The Rosh says that, no, Mish'at Ketzira is a humrah that Rava did on himself. And the Rosh said that in uh, Ashkenaz, Germany, and uh, Tsarfat, they used to watch over it from the time of grinding it. And the Shulchan Aruch, it goes into question, where do you get grinding it from? You know, if it's, uh, it's in the Gemara, we saw either cutting it or kneading. Where do you get uh, the grinding? And he said that the idea is that uh, nowadays, again, Shulchan Aruch time, the grinding used to be done with a water mill. And if it was done through a water mill, then you have to be extra careful at the grinding time. 
And the Gemara ends off more bere de rabina minaktale ime be His mother would collect wheat kernels in a basket. And that was considered like uh, watching over it from the beginning. Ahu arbad dehite. There was a boat full of wheat. The tava it sank into the behishta uh, in a river called hishta. Bottom line is the wheat became wet. Rabba allowed people to sell it to the goyim. We were always he was worried that it was it was going to become hametz and people won't pay attention and people will eat hametz. So now before I continue, the Ran over here asks, why don't you just look at it and you'll be able to tell which wheat cracked, which wheat kernel didn't crack, and sell it that way. So the Ran explains. Obviously, we're talking about a situation where some wheat kernels were cracked, some were not. And uh, therefore, you can't sell it to Goy because maybe he'll sell it back to Israel and he won't pay attention. Or we're worried that maybe the Goy will grind them and sell it. And the Rosh gives another explanation that looking to see if it cracked is only Dafka if it was soaked, not uh, if it was like sitting there in a boat for a long time under the ocean. Either way, Etive Rabbah Bar Levai Le Rabbah. Bar Levai asked Rabbah. You have a suit. We can't find this one string of kilaim over there. You can't sell it to goyim. You can't make a saddle cloth for your donkey because we're always worried you might take a string from that uh, clothing and sew it in your clothing. Aval and it might be the one that is kilaim. Aval osin lamet, but you can make it uh, clothing for the niftar. Remember, the niftad, there's no problem with kilayin because uh, once you pass away, there is no uh, there is no anyan uh, of mitzvot. Tosafot of here asks a very interesting question that there's an anyan of not wearing tzitzit when you go to the cemetery because you're making fun of the dead person who doesn't have to do mitzvot. Well, when you're making the dead person a, a suit made of kilayim, what you're basically saying, you have no mitzvah of kilayim. And that leads to Safot explain that there's only anyan of making fun of the met, only by tzitzit, not other mitzvot. And the Ran says, well, you can't tell by kilayim, therefore it's different. Okay. Bottom line is, the Gemara asks, Why don't you sell to a goy? Aren't we worried that he's going to go sell it back to Israel, and the Israel won't know that these uh, this hametz be, uh, that these wheat became hametz? So why is Rabbah allowing you to sell it to a goy? Hadar Amar explained, Israel. No, we're going to allow you to sell it piece by piece to Israel. This way, it finishes before Pesach. And interestingly enough. The Rambam has a different girsa. He says, Sell it uh, piece by piece to a goy, not a Jew. Which leads to a goodly mood if you look at the Magid Mishneh on the Rambam and the Mishnah Bura on Tav Samech Zayin Aleph. Tan Rabbanan. En molelin We don't stir flour into a pot on Pesach. We're always worried that it's going to become hametz before it gets cooked. When a person wants to stir flour, what you do is, you first put the flour, then you put the vinegar. This way, it doesn't give it time to become hametz. And some say, First, put the, the vinegar, then put the flour. 
and the chidush is even though the vinegar is mixed into the pot already, still it has uh, it's strong enough to make uh, to make sure that flour doesn't become hametz. So like my ask, that's a big chidush. Man yesh omrim. Who is this yesh omrim that says that this vinegar is so strong it will make sure that the flour that gets thrown in it won't become hametz. Amar v'hasda Rabbi Yehudahi. It's Rabbi Yehudahi. Itnan ha'ilpas ve'akederas she'aviran merutachin. A person took any sort of pot off the fire on Shabbat. Loitan tochat avlin. Don't put any spices into it because it's a clear rishon. It's still hot and it cooks. But you could put into a large uh, serving plate because that's already a cliche. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, says you could put uh, ingredients or spices into anything, any type of cliche, uh, except a cliche that has vinegar or fish brine because that will cook it. And bottom line, you see from Rabbi Yehuda that even if there's vinegar in the in the food already before you put something in, it still has the power to cook. That's the Yashomrim. Now, if you look at the Tosafot over here, it, it says you can't prove him here that a pouring from a klisheni does not uh, cook. He goes along the line that says that klisheni has some sort of power to cook, and therefore... Something that can easily be cooked should not be soaked in a klisheni because it looks like you're cooking and now you get into the whole sugiya of making tian shabbat, ayan sham. So now the Gemara asks, Yossi, Why don't you hold the kribiyosi? Ribiyosi said in the Braitha, You could put the wheat kernels in... Uh, in vinegar, and the vinegar will make them shrivel, not give them a chance to let uh, let it become hametz. So, like Max that's if you could see the vinegar and it's a, a strong. Uh, uh, that's when it's, it's it's a strong state because you could see the vinegar. But if you mix it into a pot, now it's mixed with the with the soup or something. I, I wouldn't know from a BOC that it has that much power. So therefore, we're still stuck on Rabbi Yehuda. Ula Amar, it doesn't make a difference what you put in first. Vinegar first, or if you put the flour first. Either way, Asur. Why? We tell the Nazir, stay away from the vineyard. Don't get anywhere near it. Keep the, keep the flour out of a pot on Pesach. You never know what could happen. Get away. Now, Rav Pape allowed the bakers of Resh Kaluta to line the pots with with flour that's already been roasted. So Rabbi asked, how could you allow that in a place where there's slaves? These slaves, they're not careful with mitzvot, and you never know what they're go- where this is going to lead to. Some say that Rabbi himself lined the pots with the roasted flowers like Rabbi Pape. Now, Tosafot has a problem because... Just a daf ago, we said that it is asur to line it uh, around, and no one argued on it. And therefore, he says, we have to be talking about flour made from lentils. And those don't become hametz at all. And the Rosh says, the chidush here is that we're not going to switch it with regular flour. And the Reef says, no, we're talking about uh, crushed matzah, matzah meal. 
And now we're continuing with the next Mishnah. En notnin kemach letoch haroset or letoch haradal. We don't put flour into the haroset or into the mustard. They are wet, whether they have water in it or they just wet themselves. We're always worried that the flour will become hametz from that liquid. Verbi meir oser, verbi meir oser. En vashnin tapesach lo bemashkin velo bemeperot. We don't cook the korban pesach, not not using any liquid, not juice. And Tosfot next, Amud will ask why is it over here, and the Haronim go, go into it. Aval Sachinoto, you can glaze the meat while it's being roasted with uh, with any of these uh, juice or liquid. Matbilin Otobahen, and while you're eating, you could even dip it in the, the juice. Mishavchu. The the water that the baker uses to put his hand inside, uh, you have to throw it out. They, they make hametz. Now the Gemara starts, Amar Avkana, Mahloket, the Mahloket of Tanakama and Rabbi Meir, no putting the flour into the haroset or the, the mustard, that's Tafka Letocha Haradal. The Haradal, the mustard is very strong, it doesn't allow the flour to become hametz. Aval Letocha Haroset, Ledivrei Akol Yisaref Miyad, burn it right away, because the haroset is not uh, so strong, and it's not, not going to stop the, the flour from becoming hametz. We don't put flour into the haroset. Burn it right away. Rabbi Meir says burn it right away. Hachamim says you could eat it. And this uh, shows that the mahluk exactly like Rav Kana said. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.